Yep. Hello and welcome to another episode of Schnazcast. Is quite the welcome. <laughs> uh, your host for tonight, uh, uh, the Four Horsemen, Bob, Corey, Nick, and Todd. Uh, tonight or today, depending on where you're starting this, uh, we got some airing of grievances. Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, <laughs> you're starting it today, but you're probably going to end it maybe a week from now. Um, I think I'm putting it into the mixtape mashup umbrella. Um, what, what you're what you're going to talk oh, about? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gentlemen's agreement and uh, Nick's existential question of the week. So, gentlemen, uh, hello, Todd. How are you? I am doing fan freaking tastic. Oh, I, I was about to say fabtabulous along with you, but you, you threw in a curveball. I did. Nick, I am mighty. <laughs> <laughs> and Corey. Oh hey. Oh, hey. How goes it? Well, sir. Going well. Swell? Uh, I wouldn't say swell. Just well? Just well. Yeah. But if it Makes gets, sense. If, it, if it turns to swell while we're on this podcast, I will let you know. Swell? I will make, <laughs> I will make an announcement. All right. Uh, let's see if I can get through housekeeping without uh, screwing this up. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, thank you for joining us. You can catch us out here. Uh, new live episodes each and every week at Friday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. <laughs> you can <laughs> that, that, I'm really surprised it took you this long to, to try to do that to me uh, you can follow us on the on streaming services out on Apple Podcasts Podbean Spotify Stitcher or anywhere else where you get a podcast you can also follow us on social media and, and Instagram Facebook and YouTube somehow I'll probably try to see if I can memorize the order of those that you're putting up on the screen all at Schnozcast. You can also email us at schnozcast at gmail.com or you can always call or text us anytime day or night at 618-SHOCKER Always open. Shocker. The shocker line. All right. Uh, gentlemen, how are, uh, how are you doing with uh, Christmas shopping plans? What Christmas shopping? So, so just like me, you are behind. Mm. I say behind. I'm behind. I say I'm behind. It's like a month away. <laughs> yeah, but I, I assume we're all smartly shopping online for this stuff and not standing in line at stores like a, like a rube. I don't know. Corey's a big store guy. I could see, like, eh, probably the week of Christmas, him being like, eh, you got to go to 12 Oaks. Do a little yeah. shopping. Or, or all of your gifts are going to come from the gas station. That could be the case. <laughs> yeah. Jerky for everyone. <laughs> Bags of jerky. Here you go, buddy. Here you go, buddy. Here you go, buddy. Has anybody started yet shopping? You had these pickles in a bag yet? Uh, really- no. No. Don't really shop. I know. I mean, I know what I'm going to get. And I have plenty of time to get what I need. What I need. Okay. How long have you known? Do you get the same thing for Mary every year? Uh, oh, I did that two years in a row, and I'm not doing it this year. So I've already planned ahead to what I'm getting her. Okay. Did you, are you not doing the same gift again because you were told not to do that again? Well, I figured it out. <laughs> her, her, <laughs> the hard way. Her, her, respo- her response. Exactly. <laughs> Set your direction. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. I got all I got all pissy about it. And then I in retrospect I sat down and I'm like, oh no. I got her the exact same shit last year. <laughs> oh, you didn't realize that you were getting her the exact same shit. I, it, I didn't realize it until after I saw a reaction to like each thing. Like she's like, oh. <laughs> Todd, Todd, you can't get her a gift certificate for an hour of money love two years in a row. <laughs> Uh, it's the gift that keeps I, I on think, giving. I think all of us should be given those same gifts, though. 
the certificate for money love. One, I was saying one hour TD love. <laughs> yes. Chocolate and, and, salty balls. And then we, we have to you know, record that, the reaction. It's funny. It's funny that you say that too, because because here's the dumb here's the dumbassery of it. One one of the things that I've gotten Mary uh, has always been a collector of things. Uh, and when, when I didn't realize it, but her dad had saved coins and whatnot. And so she always really liked collecting coins. Well, I'm like, well, I'll do something similar, but different. So for three years in a row, one of her stocking stuffers has been, I buy her like five ounces of, of silver and a, and a, a five ounce gold bar of silver and a, an ounce bar of gold. <laughs> and so she's like, <laughs> like, uh, thank you. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you gave her a handful of change. <laughs> Todd's like, that's really just for me. And, and, I, and again, I, and I buy the, every year's new American Eagle. So I get, again, it's the stocking stuffers, but it's, but I realized ex- I got her the exact same thing. And, and maybe two years in a row is a bit of a, an understatement. Now, do you guys, do you guys, <laughs> oh, do you no. guys get to release that in the backyard? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not answering that one. I don't know. I mean, every year he gets her an American Eagle. That's amazing. Yeah. You got to watch those chickens, though. Yeah. Also watch when you're starting up your helicopter. Oh, indeed. <laughs> it's a cloud of indeed. feathers. Indeed. Damn it. <laughs> Another one. I'm I'm not even really sure that I know exactly what I'm going to get, but I know that the, the, the shopping needs to start pretty quickly here. Yeah. got We should make a collective effort to take a trip to FAO Schwartz altogether. There you go. Oh, no. Is there a downtown FAO? I think there's one in Detroit, yeah. Or is it 12 Oaks? Or Somerset, maybe. Probably Somerset. Yeah. Or Spencer's. Oh. <laughs> that, that's a house full of gifts yeah. right there. If I wanted to get, uh, yeah, get Lori a, a, a poster of um, <laughs> David Hasselhoff. A, a, black, from a, a, a black light poster. <laughs> a lava lamp. Yep. Yep. And, a, 16, a, and a 16-inch dildo. <laughs> hey, and lots of incenses. Yes. I've gotten I've gotten a lot of incense from Spencer's. I feel like uh, I feel like Hot Topic is the new Spencer's these days. And uh, unfortunately, Chicago and New York are the closest locations for an FAO Schwartz road trip. Yeah, they don't have it in Vegas anymore. That's not going to happen because it's not 1995. <laughs> you don't want to take a day trip to Chicago? And Wait, are you driving? Sure. Then no, <laughs> I'm all set. <laughs> What's wrong with my driving? Actually, this is probably the perfect time of year to do it when it's really ice cold outside. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, walking down Michigan Avenue, freezing our balls off. <laughs> I'm, I was worried more about so, the ride. The ride there. So glad we came. This might be. It would be the winter equivalent of the last time we took a Chicago road trip with you driving, where you have the heat out of the car, but it's all pointed directly at your balls. And Nick and I are sitting in the back seat, freezing our asses off, trying to you know strike matches and build a fire back there to keep warm. I can't help it that the heat wasn't getting back <laughs> to you guys. Yeah, because it was pointed all at your nuts. Was that that wasn't for Letter Kenny, was it? Yes. You couldn't help well, it that when, the heat wasn't getting well, back. Well, I'm saying this would be the uh, winter equivalent of that oh, trip. Oh, I'm like, where instead of the air conditioning now it would I be I don't the think heat. that was a problem. Bob Oh, the air conditioning, from, yeah. Bob passed out from exhaustion on the window. It was from heat stroke. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And he fucking hogged all the car's air conditioning <laughs> to himself through one little uh quarter inch hole in the window. <laughs> The fact that I had to open the window to get some some hot breeze. Literally all the air conditioning from the car and, like, the fucking Swiss Alps that was by Corey's knees went flying by his face and put him to sleep. It was so freezing cold. And me, it had the reverse effect. 
it actually pulled in heat from your speakers by my leg. So there was like 90 degree heat just coming up into my face and then with whisping. I love up. how I'm the problem in this scenario. You were. <laughs> I was sitting in the back go, seat. Shut the just fucking desperately window. trying to get. You're like, dude, I need air. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, if you need air, then that's okay. I'll fucking die. And you can, as long as we can keep yeah. you alive, that's fine. Yeah, Nick spent all his time yelling at me instead of you. God. Makes a lot of sense. There's nothing I could have done. <laughs> Remember, Daniels, like, it's too cold up here, like, insulting like, injuries. putting blankets over her legs. She's, she's, turning, the, so she's cool. turning the AC down. I'm like, I will break your fucking fingers. Turn that up. And you're like, it is getting a little cold up here. I'm like, fucking, then point them back here. Why Why are there 15 <laughs> vents pointed at your knees? There wasn't 15. What yeah. car has 15 vents? <laughs> I was surprised myself, but it did. <laughs> The Hummer I, limo. I actually yeah. remember he's like, <laughs> I remember we're like, okay, well, then it has to stay on full blast then. And you're like, that's fine. And I remember we're driving and Danielle was asleep and all of a sudden Corey's little shaky hand in his fucking shorts. And he goes like this and he just like turns it. I'm like, no, 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 buddy. No, no, no. Uh, it was so hot. Not to mention like, it was like you were in like a fish tank because the the I don't know what it was. It was like Corey's car. Instead of having one of those compasses that that points true north in the vehicle, it pointed whatever direction made the sun come through the back window. That's the direction he was driving. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, like I literally felt like, like a heat lamp. The back of you was seriously like I have like a lizard, like with one of those heat lamps or heat rocks that you're just laying on the whole time, the whole trip. This is oh. the story that keeps on giving. Yeah. Well, thank God that car's gone. So, <laughs> oh God, it was so hot. Yeah, because the problem was the car. It was. I'd be interested to listen back to like side by side this story and then the original time that we told it right after the ride to see how exactly close they are. They're not close at all. Oh yeah, no, they are. And <laughs> luckily, progresses every time. And, Does it? And luckily for us, we had the five hours of Dave and Chuck the Freak marathon playing all the way out there. And uh, when we went up north in my truck, uh, we got ten minutes into Drew and Mike, and I was asked to turn it off. <laughs> Hey, no one asked me to change it. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, we, we man? Didn't have, we didn't have the strength to speak. We were just trying to conserve energy to so stay alive. All right, uh, Todd, I assume that you are watching the game while we're doing this. I'm not going to. Of course I'm not. not. Tell, I'm not telling you not to. But but uh, since we don't have any sports tonight, I could just say off the top of my head, Michigan's playing Purdue tonight for the Big Ten Championship. They are? Uh, that's what I heard. And it's hey, and Michigan scored, so it's twenty one thirteen. All right, that's Excellent. enough of that. <laughs> we, uh, as we reiterate, we do not have anything on sports tonight. So. Yeah, but I want to keep keep Todd talking since he's got the mic and he's looking into the camera. So let's do the grievances for you, Todd. And now we Sounds come to good. the airing of grievances. And another thing, somebody get on uh, making a new one of those. <laughs> drops. Know, that's your baby. I was now. out of town. I yeah, was out of town. I know. Laptops don't and work outside of, out of town. They like, do not. They do not. Todd's like, next, and, next week, next week, I'll have I'll have it. It'll be done. <laughs> no, I didn't say it last week. Anyone's going to be out of town. <laughs> That's cool, man. So anyway. Oh. Anyway. Yep. I got to go back. So I traveled last week. So I got to go back to travel grievances. And this one is from the heart. Really heartfelt. And I have to start with this one. If you get on an airplane... Keep your freaking, freaking shoes on the entire flight, please. Have please, we, I'm begging you. Have we have we done uh, no. smelly feet no. on the plane yet? No. Okay. I don't want to see your feet. 
I don't want to smell your feet. Keep your fucking shoes on. Don't wear flip-flops. Even if you're going to Hawaii, don't wear sandals. Well, hold on a minute. That means Corey can't fly? <laughs> Not with me, I hope. Corey wouldn't be in first class. <laughs> nope, way, be, way, way behind that. <laughs> with my flip-flops. <laughs> I mean, and okay, I, I guess I can't tell people what to wear, but if you walk on the plane with shoes, for the love of God, keep your shoes on, please. Nobody wants, and even if you think your feet don't smell or whatever, as soon as the shoe comes off and I see toes, I'm like, fuck, and you've ruined the day for me. So please keep your shoes on on the airplane. And I'm on to the next grievance, unless anybody's got any commentary about that. Yeah, I have a question. Was it a man or a woman who bared their toes to you? This time it was a woman, but I don't care. It It doesn't matter. Does that mean like open-toed women's sandals? Not good. Not no. Acceptable? She had these. She had these boots on. It looked like they were fuck as hot. hot They're like eight thousand degrees. They're like longer boots. And then she felt free to kick them off. And so instantly goes, "Oh no! I wonder what what smells are going to escape that big ass leather fucking boot that's been trapping foot odor all day." Was it Carmen San Diego? I, nice. I freaking st- you could I, you could feel all the bolts in the seat I was in flex because I just pushed on the floor so freaking hard. Like, what the fuck? Put your fucking boots back on. Why don't you just at that point take your shoes off and go, there we go, tip no, tat, bitch. No, 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 Let's just be nice to and civil to each other. Keep your shoes on. Keep your boots on. And if you wear flip-flops, sit at the back of the plane. I'm surprised that in first class especially that they would allow passengers to just take their shoes off. Dude. You can do whatever you want in first So you class. can take your pants off. <laughs> yes, indeed. I've done that before. First thing I did the first time I flew first class. Corey, we know you didn't fly first class. Yep. Come on. Cross country in his underwear. 2001. Uh-huh. Went to Disney. How else are you going to get? You got to take your pants off to put your sweatpants on. <laughs> oh, no, no. There's no sweatpants replacing the pants. That was when they gave Corey those uh, Delta pilot wings, and his dad was like, this and is first class, buddy. This is what yeah. you get. Your mom and I will be up here. You guys can be back here. Mm-hmm. Now, it, so if the if the if it's a dude and he's wearing socks and he just takes oh my his god shoes oh my off, god. but leaves the socks on. No, t- keep your no. There's no. I have no. I'm rigid as rigid as rigid can be. Keep your shoes on your feet. I don't want to see your socks, your toe toes, none of that shit. Keep your feet covered, please. Yeah, it is kind of nasty, too. Like, imagine, like, uh, all the walking you're doing in an airport, like, and, and those feet being all bundled up and contained and, you know, yeah. foot sweat and running to make yeah. your flight and going here and going yeah. there. And you finally just open the seal once you get into this fucking yeah, well, large travel toothbrush container. Yeah, and the, and the first, and when you hear, you know it's going to be bad when they're freaking you know, when they know their dogs are barking and they're like oh let me free this fucker so that this motherfucker can 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 smell my feet when you watch uh planes trains and automobiles todd do you do you laugh or do you go like oh no this is my worst nightmare i can't it's watch the worst it's my worst nightmare so you don't ever watch that movie i do but it still it disgusts me okay it disgusts me what is i watch Dude, I watch. I watch. Uh, there's something about Mary, and there's one scene in there where I pass. I literally pass out because of lack of oxygen, laughing so hard every time I see it. Oh, the Franks and the Beans. Yes. All right. Yep. And I still watch that. 
and I, and I think every day I'm nearer to death. In fact, I will not be surprised if that's what kills me one day. You live. You live the movie There's Something About Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen Something About Mary with Mary? I've not. Ooh. Something tells me she laughs a lot. I think you know what you're going to get her for Christmas this year. <laughs> yeah. A bar of silver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the deluxe laser disc version exactly. of Something About Mary. And this year's American Eagle. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be something if she was like uh, secretly a homicidal wife just lying in wait and she forged all that silver into a knife one day and that was the knife she used to kill you? Well, I might deserve it. <laughs> so what's the one thing, Todd, that you do on a plane that, that gives you joy, gets you through the flight that probably um, other people don't like? Like, do you, do you show up with like a giant bag of peanuts? Nope. Nope. I don't eat. I don't eat on the plane. I don't drink on the plane. If I, I, sit, I like sitting next to the window. I never, ever get up. I can, I will fly from here to Zurich and never, ever get up go, to go to the bathroom. I don't, I don't, I don't recline my seat. I sit, exa- I am the perfect airplane. <laughs> sit ramrod straight the I entire do. flight. I do because you know what, you know what pisses me off again, another grievance. Listen, motherfuckers, when I happen to be in coach and you fucking recline your fucking chair back into my seat and then I can't use my laptop, my iPad or anything because you go back the three fucking inches that you're going to get in coach class, sit straight up like me, be a fucking human being, stay out of the way, let's all get along, damn it. And take your shoes off. And leave your shoes on. Oh, okay. You and keep to- your dreadlocks off my arm and off my neck <laughs> and off my face. That's a new Why would dreadlocks on your face? Yeah, what kind of I fucking told, pothead is flying this. first class with you? I, t- I, t- I told you guys this before. I did. This was one of my grievances. The one of the a woman sitting next to me was out of had out of control sideshow Bob dreadlocks that if they weren't touching my neck, they were rusting on my arm the entire flight. Oh. And it was everything I could do not to murder. They're so they're so dirty too. Oh my god. I I could Jesus. Well, how, always, yeah. put Barrels this, of travel. How, put the dry shampoo and conditioner in it all the time. That, that'll that fix it all. How stoned were you after that flight, Todd? Oh, my gosh. I just, I just want to get along. Keep your shoes on. Keep your hair off me. Leave your seat up. Shut your face. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Dude, every- Apparently, Todd was- I'm like, literally, I'm like, I sit down on the plane, and the next thing you know, Huh, where are you from? I got it. All right, hold on. Let me get my noise canceling headphones on and freaking hit this auto. Oh, I, I no speaking English. <laughs> That's your. <laughs> apparently, Bob was, or apparently, Todd was sitting next to Yoko Ono and Ziggy Marley. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, before we get on to your second grievance here, Corey's uh, poured some shots. So, uh, oh, good. Uh, what do you, what are you drinking there, Todd? I am having, I'm ba- I went back again. I went back to the well. I'm drinking, instead of shots, a little Red Breast Lestal. So a little Irish whiskey, 12 years old, uh, that's rested in sherry casks. Okay. Uh, we're doing the, the standard, the regular. Yeah, the yeah, fireball. Where you guys? As we like to call it, devil water. Yes. Uh, all right. So if, if you're out there and you feel like joining us, please do. Cheers. Cheers. Salute. Mm. Oh, oh my gosh! Oh, that first one. You guys wish you were I, me. I've been. That's I, really I kind of do right now. I've been getting the chills. <laughs> I got the chills watching Corey pour this and just watching you guys take it. I still haven't taken my hands. <laughs> oh, oh, get it down, buddy. <sighs> there it is. 
All right, Todd. Yes, sir. Continue, sir. All right. And this is my last grievance. Pretty short. And again, we're all human beings. We're, we're, we need to get along. And step one. Number one, when you have a drunk buddy and you're trying to get him up to the room, get him in the elevator first instead of getting in the elevator, then yelling at your drunk friend for 10 minutes trying to coax him on the elevator while I have to wait and I have to pee, by the way, and I can't go up to my room because you fuckers are dicking around with your drunk buddy who won't get on the fucking elevator. So from now on, either get your buddy on the, on the, on the elevator first or don't get on the elevator. You waited 10 minutes? Please and thank you. This seems like a very specific grievance. You should have just got off and got the next elevator. Like you could what? get on. What? I was on the elevator. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you were trying to get out? No, I was trying to get to my floor, but then oh, okay. the knuckleheads walked on with me and they're drunk buddies. And they're, Come on, Pete. Come on, Pete. We're going this way. I'm like, fucking go get Pete. Get out of the fucking elevator so I can be on my way. Because here's the thing. If I get out of the elevator and push the up button, it's going to go to the thing that these knuckleheads are holding open anyway. I'm guessing Pete was African American. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> yeah, why would you jump to that? I'm just I'm just trying to paint a picture in my head. That's all. Word picture, Todd. Pete actually was an African American. I knew it. He's just a normal dickhead, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's plenty of bathrooms in Vegas. Why did you wait and have to go back up to your room? Oh, you didn't want to. Uh, I, I was going up for the night. I was done for oh, the day. I, read, I okay. was trying to get upstairs mm-hmm. to my room. Sounds like someone's fun shaming. <laughs> All Sounds right. like Pete was trying to get up to his room, too. Todd, Jesus, give the guy a break. Yeah. <laughs> You're a big dude. You couldn't have helped. <laughs> oh, my God. Grab Pete. I off his yeah, come on, Pete. No, I, I got you. I, I'm like, I should just go out there and drag this fucker. Uh, by the fuck I was, yeah. was going to say, yeah. I, I have a grievance. To the guy who stands on the elevator while I'm trying to help my drunk friend get on the elevator. Dude, you're clearly three yeah. times Pete's uh, size. You grab him like a feral cat and bring him in. I didn't paint that picture of Pete, damn it. He wasn't that small. He just was a drunk fucker who wouldn't get on the fucking elevator. Son of a bitch. Was he drunk to the point where you wouldn't have been worried that he'd have thrown up on you on no, the elevator? He was freaking making, he was, dude, he was being a freaking, what do you, what do you call it? The, uh, the dude, he was just chatting up everybody on his way to the, the thing. That's and that's why, that's why he's a gadfly. Walking through the lobby, shaking change. Yeah. <laughs> was he uh, talking shit and swallowing spit? I I, I, uh, I that must be to Todd because I don't know what the hell you're Somebody, talking about. I know somebody push a button. I think don't we have a a mute button? We do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, we've lost Todd. <laughs> you're <team talking. laughs> He's back. Hey, he's back. <laughs> All right. Um, let's let's move on from there to uh, this is a segment that we've done uh, very very sparingly, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, I was I called it mixtape mashup. Uh, it didn't really go over well. It did not, but uh, it was that did not deter me. <laughs> I hate uh, it. I, I could not be denied, and still continue to call it that. And so Corey's got uh, got some content here. We're going to go through that. Uh, this seemed like probably the best umbrella to put it underneath. Do you want um, to do, do a quick jingle, maybe for mixtape mashup? Oh, that's going to be recorded right here. No, I I already have the grievances one, which I hate, and mixtape no one has replaced that. Up. I don't need another one. But then you charge. Ow! You 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 attempt you this was your baby that you attempted to do and now you've charged all of us to fix it for you. Yeah. Um can't you just yeah. have There's one no fixing it? Can't you just have one to yourself? I I do and I don't want it. Well make it a little better. Polish it up a Look, little bit. I, I'm already spending Yell in time the background during the week 
mixing the audio, making sure oh, it gets up to Podbean. I, oh, I don't have, have time to get up to, in the morning and open my eyes. And some of us have taken tasks blah, blah, blah. like theme music and drops uh, that we're all still kind of waiting for. <laughs> What are you well, talking about? I deliver clearly. I got Eighteen versions of TT's TikTok. <laughs> clearly, <laughs> we didn't need I think, we got, I think we got that one covered. <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely covered. Clearly, Bob, if if you took the original, yeah, and put it on a loop, and perhaps uh, yelled <laughs> another thing a couple times in the background, <laughs> it would be It'll brand be new content. Mixtape mashup. <laughs> And then Let's, I'll make fun of it. And, the, and, <laughs> yeah, and then, exactly. That's why I'm not doing it. And then keep both uh, both versions with similar names right next to each other on the buttons on the mixer. Yeah, with the same color. Yeah. 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 That sounds like a great idea. Do that. Or Todd could just take this uh, under advisement as something. Mixtape mashup. That's what I'm talking about. Drop that <laughs> drop, baby. <laughs> no. All right, Corey, rescue me here. Just go ahead and launch into what you got to. <laughs> so, um, I came across a, well, I can't even remember why I came across that. Either way, they were discussing a list of the. Who? <laughs> it was on David, it was on David and Chuck. Oh, okay. But they were discussing, and very briefly, the 50 worst things that have happened in music history. And they only touched on a couple of them. And the ones that they did touch on, I thought were like very, very interesting. And with the whole going back to, to the mixtape mashup that I'm like, oh, well, you, everyone seems to, to like music and things that relate to music. So I figured uh, I'd present you guys with some of the, the things on that list. We'll okay. start, start with number 50. All right. Oh, Jesus. And obviously, wait, wait, wait a minute. Yep. Clarifying question. <laughs> oh. What is this list of again? Things that ruin music? Mainstream nope. music? He was listening to what they said. 50 of the worst decisions in music history. Okay. Okay. So if you guys want to at any point, feel free to stop me and we can discuss. Oh, what, well, this is going to take us through is, the rest of the show. Can I, Good can thing. I ask Thanks one for saying what? that, Corey. Thanks for saying Yes, you know how many clarifying questions through 50 fucking you're going to get? <laughs> is, is Millie Vanilli in the top? It's got to be in the top five. No spoilers. Yeah. Well, I'm starting with 50. Start I, with 50. I think okay. you're going to have to visit a little right. place called We'll See. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Well to get to the end. All right. So number 50, Elton John Goes Disco, 1979. Hated it. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, number 49, The Sex Pistols, Fire, Talented Bassist. Oh, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So we're just reading the, the, the headline. Oh, back. you want me to go into it? No, no, no. no. Uh, I, like, I like where your head's at. Just the headline, and then if we want to discuss, then we'll yeah. discuss. Okay, cool. I don't think anybody had anything for the Elton John thing. I just wanted yeah, to make sure. Yeah, I said, if you, I if didn't, if you I didn't get it. Yeah, we didn't understand. Well, he, so Elton John um, started off uh, in in rock and roll, and then during the disco craze, he drank the Kool-Aid and decided he was going to you know, release some disco shit. But for context, can you give me an example of what, was, what he was rocking it, and then he, he did one song... That everybody loved, and then he did the disco era song, and everybody hated it. What? What? Can, what's the? Can you help me with the context? Yeah, uh, he right. sang Saturday Night Fever. Uh, he did not that sing was, Saturday. No, Night it Fever. sounded like another artist, but that's how talented he is. <laughs> he sang every disco song uh, in 1979. No, he had uh, um, he had a few disappointing albums. Sorry, Corey, I'm jumping in here just oh, to you're fine. help. Um, and so, in order to kind of rebound from lackluster sales from two straight albums in a row, 
he's like, let me do what Rod Stewart's doing with like, do you think I'm sexy? Um, okay. And and the Rolling Stones are doing uh, with walk this way, miss you. <laughs> no, walk this way. No, that's Aerosmith. That's Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> So he decides to team up with some guy who was big in the disco world um, to make uh, an album called Victim of Love. And it was a complete okay. and total bomb. Oh, is there Bob, a song Bob, that anybody knows from it? Bob's got it pulled up right now. He did uh, Love Can Keep Us Together. <laughs> you, you can't even see the screen. <laughs> Every time I've ever everyone tried to show the screen, he's always like, Everyone thinks, it's the, cap- everyone thinks it's the captain and Tennille, but it was Elton John. <laughs> so doing, doing both that, parts. That helps. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's that's where he was coming from and why he did it and why it did not help at all. In fact, it made things worse. So, sorry. No, no problem. Okay. Number 49, the Sex Pistols oh. fire talented bassist Glenn Matlock, replace him with human rubbish heap Sid Vicious. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i familiar with the Sex Pistols. Uh, I'm not sure if Todd or Nick are, but... No, yeah, I'm born in 83. Sid Vicious. Uh... Sid Vicious wasn't really a musician, I don't think. The guy they they fired was, and Sid Vicious was just a shit stirrer. Yeah. And and really, what, kind of helped to tank their career? I, I don't know if that was necessarily his fault. Sid Vicious? It kind of sounds like they're laying it all on the human rubbish heap, Sid Vicious. I mean, clearly they didn't like him. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess due to his heroin addiction and all that, he started bringing the band down. Who is it? <laughs> who are you asking? Who it is in rock and roll? Yes, Sex Pistols were uh, part of the punk movement. Nineteen seventy-seven. Who are these people? This is pre-disco time. No, no, I know that. I'm saying who wasn't on heroin or what was the? Oh, who was not on heroin? When it's, did it's Elton John sing question. this? <laughs> yeah, it was rhetorical. Yeah, I can't believe Elton John destroyed the Sex Pistols. It was a clarifying rhetorical question. <laughs> None of those. Maybe okay. just one of these a week, Corey. Just All right, get to 49. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not even on 48 yet. We're, we're, we're going to skip over some here because some, some aren't really, really that interesting yet. All right, yeah, you 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 drive this this bus. Uh, we're just oh, the passengers. <clears throat> Number 44, Justin Timberlake rips off Janet Jackson's top at the Super Bowl, and she's the one who faces a backlash. I assume that everyone saw that live. Yes. I did. I mean, was that not choreographed? Well, oh, you didn't because it was the Super Bowl. There's no fucking way you're watching the Super Bowl. Was it not choreographed? Well, I think that that's the... Yeah, it was It was staged. Right. So <clears throat> it's not his fault. I mean, it's not her fault it's not, either. Well, and, and not for nothing. It's not like she... They made her homeless. Like, at the end of the day, <laughs> Jesus it made Christ. her more famous. Bad, bad <laughs> press was good press. So. It's too early for end of the days. <laughs> we just started. At the top of the morning, it's still a good thing. All right. <laughs> All right. 43. And Bob, I think this one's going to strike a chord with you. Ticketmaster introduces dynamic pricing system. Oh, they can go fuck themselves. He's cheating. He's looking at the link. You first world fuckers. Well, you've, when was the last time you saw a concert, Todd? <laughs> Just a couple weeks ago, I saw Roger Waters. Who? Oh, that's right. What'd you pay for those yes, tickets? Yes, indeed. And I saw a slash before that. What'd you pay for those tickets? Get off my couple bucks okay that's that's my point you're not saying how much it is because it's an embarrassingly high number probably far higher than it needed to be Corey, when was the last time you saw roger waters um oh man never <laughs> hey but hey i'm actually gonna yeah. see bruce that's actually don't don't tell Mary. bruce waters that's one of my no no one of my christmas presents for mary we're going to see bruce oh is that what you got her last year 
No, no, I didn't. Do that. Well, you've certainly. You, uh, I'm freaking changing it up, bros. Well, you've certainly sealed the deal on uh, our question. If Mary listens to the podcast, oh I, hell no, I don't she think doesn't like, she does not like the podcast. <laughs> she doesn't like what? What doesn't she like? You have to suss it out during edit. Oh my god! <laughs> I have to do what? I don't think I don't think anything has been said that cuts deeper than what we just heard, which is where we we announce what we're giving to our spouses over the podcast because we know that no one is listening. <laughs> this is the best kept no, we secret. Just know Mary's not listening. Yeah, this is like going like, walking out of the middle like, of the woods, hundred miles from anyone, and just shouting it out because no one's gonna hear it. <laughs> no one's gonna hear this. Exactly. Well, Mary's not. Yeah. Turns out she doesn't care for you folks. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, 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 listen. Thanks for coming. Like, don't, don't. She's like, she's like, you're propping these guys up. I hear, I get. She goes, I get you for free every day, all day. Okay, well, we know that's a lie. Uh, <laughs> but listen here, Todd. Listen here. Don't say folks and lump me in with because of the fact that she had a bad first impression about Bob and she hates that Corey makes you late. She's got no issue with me. She doesn't wow. have an issue with me. Uh, fake, laugh, I, fake laugh hiding real tears. Yeah. <laughs> her and I had some good conversation with that. Yes, exactly. Dangerously close to the bone. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that, Nick. Right. Anyway, Corey. Number 41. <laughs> Prince changes his name to an unpronounceable glyph. 1993. Objection. What's your objection to that, sir? Who did it hurt? Who cares? And we still call him Prince anyway. <laughs> He, he would be very disappointed if he, if he heard that you Simple. called him Prince. When I was, well, not for nothing, I wasn't dialing up going, Symbol? <laughs> <laughs> so, he wanted you to call him the artist formerly well, known as Prince. I'm trying to understand. Well, can you, Corey, can you remind me what the name of this thing is? The, the four, 50 things that ruined music? Worst, worst, worst decisions. decisions in music. In music history, yeah. Oh, so, oh, so, so when so when Prince turned his name from Prince into a symbol, he didn't sell one more record, song, or album. This is dumbassery. Worst decision. <laughs> no, but do you, do you know why he did that though? Why not? I do, but go ahead. Well, you have to listen for you. <laughs> right. He he actually did that to try and void his contract with Warner Brothers that he was stuck in. Did it work? It did not. It backfired big time on him. Yeah, and it, it, did, they, the did they get to keep him under contract for an, an extra day? Uh, it didn't nullify his contract. But did it? But wait a minute. But did it make his life worse? It, it did because it hurt his record sales because people weren't sure what the fuck to call him anymore. And they but wait a minute. So who yeah. who got hurt worse? Prince, who was already rich, or the bigger big conglomerate that he was trying to get out of? That needed him to sell a ton of records. At the time, he wasn't really selling a ton of records. This was like 1993. Uh, yeah, he was famous way before then. No, no, I'm not I saying he wasn't worse. like filthy rich already. Exactly. But so his maybe, records weren't selling the way they once did. I'm calling hogwash on this one. I'm sorry. Go on to number 38. <laughs> Where are you going to? Uh, I think let's, he won. Let's go 39. Like won. Oh, wait. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Holy shit. There we go. Number 38. There we go. Roger Waters dares Pink Floyd to do it without him. 1985. Yes, now what you got to say, Todd Dillon? I paid a bunch of money to go see that motherfucker. Still winning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it maybe wasn't the worst decision in, in Todd Dillon's history, but we're talking about yeah. music history here. 
clearly the worst decision for Roger Waters. Oh, so wait a minute. Guess what, Bob? When I went to see him the other day, yeah, it wasn't just Todd Dillon sitting in the freaking stands. <laughs> <laughs> An audience of one. Exactly. So winning. <laughs> so I, I think we'll leave it off on that one. That, that was a pretty strong note for me, so. Yeah, I uh, so we're interested in what you think about this. Should we continue with this list? There are uh, quite a few that we haven't gotten to yet and a few that we glossed over on the way to get down to number 38 out of 50. So if, you, uh, if you've got strong thoughts, pro or count on the matter, please call our Texas at 618-SHOCKER. Do it, shocker. And you know what? I feel like Millie Vanilli's got to be in the top five now. Well, that's, that's another. <laughs> yet to be seen, sir. Yeah. Yet to be seen. Who, who knows? Who knows? I think somewhere on that list should be uh, how, what was it Mariah Carey just recently did? She tried to coin uh, the season of, like, Christmas as, like, her season. Oh, she's the the queen of Christmas. Yeah, and it was uh, blew up in her face. <laughs> uh, in what way? She they, Because she, of her, they that's... Said, you because, can't call yourself that? because No, because of that song. <laughs> so people were uh, accusing her of the um, All I Want for Christmas. Yeah. That's why she's calling herself the the Queen of Christmas because she's she says she's written the best Christmas song in all of history, and people were criticizing her because when they saw her in concert, wherever I don't even know where she was performing, yeah, but they saw she was using a teleprompter to go along with the song, but then you could clearly hear like the audio track was the original recorded song, like it wasn't off by like any little bit, so she wasn't okay. even she wasn't even singing, she was lip syncing, but also had this teleprompter up. Have you ever heard her sing live? She's horrible. I've never heard her sing live. Uh, have you, Todd? Yeah, yeah she's not. Yeah, good. well, that, that was on the news years ago. She, uh, they caught her singing. She was somewhere, and they hadn't, they didn't deliver the uh, the track that was supposed to play over, and so That's, she's that was on horrible. New Year's Eve. Yeah, well, because she, she like sued somebody. Well, because uh, she's horrible. She's she was kind of like Hall and Oates. Like she was, she was. You bite your fucking tongue about Hall and Oates. Well, she's very, she was very falsetto, like he was, the lead singer. And as she started to age, she could never hit those notes again. And so yeah. she's just trying to, you know, keep up that sound. Here's the part yeah, I don't think. Sorry, go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. I'm so, no, you go ahead. I was, I, I would, uh, go ahead. <laughs> I'll run with this. I'll go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I, you, <laughs> no, here's the thing I don't understand. I think that most people understand that as as singers get older, whether you're, you know, Mick Jagger, Elton John, Mariah Carey, Daryl Hall, doesn't matter. Your voice changes. I mean, there's very, very few singers whose voice is exactly the same as, as it was 20 years previously when they originally Aretha recorded Franklin. the song. Garth Brooks. Fuck Garth. You, oh, you mean Chris Gaines? No. Is that who you're talking about? <laughs> no, that, that's anyway. 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 It actually is. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I, I think Thompson we're all... Twins. I think... The, the, did you say the Thompson Twins? <laughs> <laughs> Those guys are just as good today as they were. Wow. 20 years ago. <laughs> I'm tempted just to end this episode right here. Good night, everybody. Thompson Twins reference. Okay. We're talking no, about top-notch talent here. And you said the Thompson Twins. <laughs> I thought you were changing the subject. No, I don't understand why people don't. I, I think we all get that. I, I don't know who would expect that, you know, fucking David Lee Roth singing uh, Beautiful Girls in 1979 is going to sound just the same in 1999. I right. think we all know he's not going to. The right. job of a singer should be like find a better way to sing the song that you can do. Drop to an, drop an octave, 
uh, rework the lyrics, uh, shoot, you know, put your microphone pointing at the crowd so that they sing the part you can't sing. Like that's, it seems to be pretty easy to figure out. I don't get why that's a big deal. Why do they have to use no. backing tracks? I, well, I think because of this, I think for instance, cause Mariah, I don't think is her issue. I don't believe is that she, she's aged out of it. I think she has to be very well prepared. I don't, I don't get a sense that she'd be great to see in concert because she needs that. I think if, if she's allowed to prepare, I think she's a great artist and she can do that in very small bursts and very, very controlled settings because I don't think they're manipulating the voice so much, but I think that's her big thing, but I'm with you. Cause I, I actually commented when I left Roger Waters, I'm like, the, when he sang some of the old, like comfortably numb and he didn't hit, the, he changed the notes and it still sounded awesome. But I remember commenting when we left, I go, but I remember when he hit the notes back in the day, he, they were so perfect. It, it moved you a little bit more, but I could appreciate, like you said, Bob, he changed it up. So he didn't try and hit those notes and screw it all up. Mm-hmm. He sang a little bit different, sang a little bit slower. Uh, it was still really rich and really authentic and good, but it was not as good as the original, which I was able to accept. Whereas, and I think like a Mariah, every, this wind's got to be the right direction. She's got to have the right key <laughs> before she does it. And I think it's like one song at a time in the studio and she's, an amazing artist like that. Okay. That's my take on it. When you guys go see somebody in concert, like if you, if you see Garth Brooks, are you expecting to hear like a note for note, uh, ver- version of, um, what's friends what's in low places? Friends in low places. I do. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> well, no. So Todd does, but you might not. Mm-mm, no, any good artist is never going to, cause for one thing, it's tiring for the artist to, continually do the exact same thing over and over. And Garth, I mean, is renowned for, um, you know, being like one of the most entertaining singers that there is. I mean, he runs across the stage. I mean, just even at his age now. But, you know, as I showed you in the kitchen one night when we were talking about this, you're like, no, no artist sounds exactly the same that they did when they were 20 as they did when they were 50. And I I played and he's like, and Bob's like, yeah, but this this, uh, video is 20 years old. I'm like, this was from 2021, Bob. And he's like, oh, okay, well, maybe there's one. <laughs> yep, yep, there was one. That's right. I stand corrected. And I, when I, I go see someone live, like, I, I don't want to hear a perfect, you know, audio <clears throat> version of, of the song. So being there live is what, what you're there for. I want to hear them sound. Uh, I, but, but would you want to hear the live version if you, if when you heard it, you realized, holy shit, there was a lot of fixing going on in the studio to make it sound pure. I, I don't expect it to sound like the album because I know that the same conditions don't exist on the stage they're on. But if they're, because I've seen that where they're, it's way different. And I'm like, and by the way, I know people who would say they, the first thing I want to listen to with a new artist. In fact, when I, I recently recommended uh, Gary Clark Jr. to a, a coworker. <laughs> and the first thing he said to me is, Does, can you point me to any of his live stuff? Because if his live stuff doesn't stand up on its own, then I know that it's overproduced in the studio and it might sound great on the radio, but I'm not interested. Well, and, and I mean, I, to, to go along with that, I mean, I, I prefer live songs over, over listening to actual, you know, recorded tracks from the studio. Um, any, any version or any genre of music, uh, I, I've always preferred the live version. So that's usually what I'll, I'll play if I'm listening to you know, Spotify or whatever. If they have a live version of it, I, I'll take that. Yeah, I want to I hear a live version of an artist when the artist sounds good live, where they're just well, they're just uh, switching the song up a little bit. 
like let listen. me let me ask, so here's my question though at the end of the day oh, and geez. this not for you nick sorry for the end of the day and this is definitely <laughs> not for you nick because i know you're not a prince fan oh, but go back to this well but, but I'm, I'm giving this example though i think that prince was great live mm-hmm. and on in the studio mm-hmm. but if the only live version that they had recorded of like let's go crazy or whatever was his performance at the super bowl which was bad weather and it sounded like shit at the super bowl if that was the only live rendition and if you judged prince the studio version was still amazing and that i'm saying so again i i can appreciate both and i really like it when the studio makes it really really clean like i said when i heard comfortably numb for the first time that moved me and i think it made me a pink floyd roger waters fan for life and so while it was still cool to hear the new thing, the original way I heard it is still the way that moves me the, the furthest. And maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm odd that way. I, I, I can agree with that. You're a little odd. I am. But yeah, still odd. Odd Todd. Odd Todd. And it rhymes. <laughs> okay. We're, from that rhyme, uh, we're moving on, Corey, to uh, Gentleman's Agreement. 27. Oh. Gentleman's <laughs> Look at that kick-ass artwork. Oh, that's hot. that mustache. That right there is why I don't ever have a mustache. Look at your beady little eyes. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> your eyes are actually beadier than mine. I, I look like I have some bug eyes. I have happy eyes, though. That's true. I look surprised. I'm like, oh... Oh, Jesus. Okay. I have I didn't touch any very, very just swollen eyelids. You have swollen eyelids? <laughs> yeah, well when that when that wind kicks up and that handlebar dusts your face. Exactly. <laughs> L- like a, a set itchy. of dreads. A little itchy there. <laughs> All right. Uh I think we just have three reviews uh given tonight. Uh so I wanna start with I wanna start with Todd. You always want to start with me. Uh, I changed my mind. I want to start with Corey. Corey had... No, I'm ready. Nope, too late. Uh, Corey, you had Dairy Girls. From Todd, yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, Dairy Girls on Netflix. Um, It's it's a show. (laughs) Oh, man. Off to to a strong start. So I'm I'm halfway through season two. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> now, this is a British show, right? Or, or a UK show. It's, 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 there, it's, There's only six episodes oh, in the season, right? Corey's not a fan of UK it, yeah. shows. So, <laughs> it's, it's, well, about, well, it, it, it's about a group of adolescent it's, girls it's, yeah. that, that live in Derry, Ireland. Yeah. Um, they go to, uh, you know, a, a private boarding school and all this and that. But Derry is a, is a lesser, uh, well-off area of Ireland that even though these... These girls are somehow their their parents are providing just enough to get them to go to this boarding school with a bunch of other rich kids, and so they they really don't fit in, you know, as as well. Um, there's this really funny nun in it that uh, probably that that's the one point I was laughing at the most, and I'm sure it would be a lot lot funnier if I could understand more than two percent of what the fuck they were saying. Corey had to use the subtitles. It's that hard in Letter Kenny. No, oh my god, no. No, <laughs> no, no. It's Letterkenny. No, Letterkenny, you, you can you can easily make out to this. Uh, like I said, I, I, I guess I, I spent too much time in Ireland. <laughs> oh, dude, some of their some of their accents were and it wasn't that they're t- it's terrible. It's just it's how the fast they talk sometimes 
and the thickness of the accent, like you could not make out what they were saying. Me, me at least. So, like I said, I'm sure it's it's hilarious because I know there were some funny parts I did pick up on, uh, but to try and understand everything. Yeah, it'd probably, probably be best to watch with subtitles on, and I can't the, do that. The, the head so. nun, you said that head nun kicking out all the songs that had love in them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> should, just her, her overall demeanor about everything is absolutely hilarious. I, uh, well, it's, it, I, she's a straight ripoff from Cloud, the, the assistant manager in Cloud9, if anybody's familiar with that genre of comedy. Nope. Cloud9. Nope. No. Cloud no idea Nine, what you're talking the, about. The, the U.S. sitcom? Nope. No. With America Ferrera? Nope. Oh, you mean okay. Superstore? That's it. That's it. Yeah. Cloud Nine's the Cloud, <laughs> yeah, Cloud Nine's the store and Yeah, no, is, yeah, Superstore is, is Superstore is hilarious. And she's she's that nun is a ripoff of the lady assistant manager in, in Superstore. That's oh, what no she's shit. A, okay. a ripoff. If you watch it again, it's exactly she it's the same approach to like, we want to mimic this. Yeah, I guess I can see that now. Okay. But it, it, I guess her, the the one line that really tickled the funny bone was uh, when they were talking about going. They were going to Paris for their their trip, their school trip, and the, she said she was going to be unable to go only because she finds the French freaking hideous. And just the way she said it and the expression she had, it was it was absolutely beautiful. You talking about mm. the 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 main girl? Of the like the, the star of the no she's the nun no oh the nun the, the way the nuns yeah oh gotcha yeah every, everything she's an ancillary she, character yeah everything she delivered was absolutely great yeah. so so just to be clear you watched it without the subtitles yeah because you can't stand subtitles and therefore you really couldn't understand what they were saying a lot of the time there there was there was a lot that I I my God okay gotcha guess that guess that was funny <laughs> all right it's like Peaky Blinders. Yeah, there were definitely, especially when Tom Hardy was on the screen in Peaky Blinders, I had to turn on the subtitles because I wanted to understand what he said. Did you find it relatable, Corey? Oh, yes, very. Going to yep. all girls. Oh, and there is the one one guy that goes to the school, too. Yes, that is awesome. He's a Brit, and they fuck with him every single opportunity they do. And the fact that, they, that, that his whole reason for being there, I think, is makes me laugh the whole way because every time he's like, he shows up on the screen, I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. So I'm not gonna lie, I was very, I, I was very upset when he didn't get his chance with the uh, Ukrainian girl. All right, no spoilers. I thought we th- we said no spoilers. That's not a spoiler. Well, I might have been going like, oh, well, the Ukrainian girl. I wonder if they're gonna. Now I'm not gonna wonder. Oh Jesus. Exactly. Okay, sorry. Jesus Christ. All right, so I had to watch Dairy Girls from Todd. There you go. Exactly. Todd, Todd, Todd. Nick's like, that's it. I'm done. I'm leaving. I love it. I love it. This works out perfect. Does it? Does it work out perfect? If you didn't like it, you didn't like it. I thought you would. I love it. No, no, no. It it was on my like, oh, I really would like to catch that at some point. So the fact that you assigned it to me was was nice. The only thing I'm going to add to what Corey said, I'm not in season two. I haven't finished season one yet. haven't had the time. But I've watched, I think, two and a half episodes. And uh, 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 so Todd and I have worked out of uh, Massachusetts with uh, a, a number of people who are directly like full-fledged Irish, you know, born and raised. They had come over to Massachusetts to work for the company that we work for uh, to do uh, a stint of a year or more uh, with engineering to learn about, you know, the product and how all the processes work. So the 
when we would go to the bar after work and the accents, some of the, the accents that these folks had were very thick. So I didn't really find it tough at all because I probably because of the same reason that Todd did. Um, but that said, I, I was a big fan of the music in the show. Um, it, it really worked it, for it, me. It has a good soundtrack. Yeah. Good soundtrack and nothing huge, but a lot of stuff that was, you know, um, in other shows or other movies, maybe from that era, because it wasn't set in present day. Right. Um, yep. But I'm definitely going to keep going with it. Um, it was a good, good assignment. And I, and I, I thank you for that, sir. Thank you. I'm glad. And again, I, like I said, I know that, the, and, and you're right about that. I've sp- not only to Bob's point, we've worked with people who are from Ireland. I've been to Ireland a dozen times. Uh, in fact, and one of my dearest friends, uh, Emmett, if you're out there, know that it's you. Uh, He's not. That's fine. It, when, he get, when he gets drunk, <laughs> his, his accent is so thick and he speaks so fast. But it was as long as I'm drinking, start drinking with him. At some point, I catch up and like my brain is able to absorb it, and he makes me laugh. And this show makes me laugh because it reminds me again, not the dialogue, but just the fact that they are speaking so fast. I'm like, holy cow, this is so. And the wit, and again, it's and because they, the words that they use there, even if they are very vulgar here, the way that they use them is so uh, turn of phrase, make you chuckle. Uh, I love it. So I'm glad you guys like it both a little bit, at least I'll take my, my C and my B from Bob. <laughs> no, no, it, it's, 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 a, it's a good show. Like I said, it, it just, if, if I, you know, had been exposed to the accent a little more like you guys have to where I could understand it a little better. Um, yeah. Like I said, it, it, I'm sure it'd be absolutely hilarious. Uh, but, and correct me if I'm wrong too, but like the accents in the in the show, it's not the like affluent Irish accent that most would think no. of. Like it's correct. the like correct dirty it's, it's street like working class. Yeah. yeah, it's people like us. Exactly. I think. Pe- hold on, why. people like us. Well, I'm working class. <laughs> We're talking about to, releasing eagles school. into your backyard <laughs> and killing them with helicopters. School. Yeah, my parents. My parents had the same struggles. I, like I identify with these these girls. <laughs> And I, and I chuckle at the freaking first world the, problems the <laughs> living in Europe as a girl going to an all girls school. It's totally exactly. Todd Dillon. If you wouldn't have said anything, I would have said that's Todd Dillon. Yeah. I feel like the odd man exactly. out here, like Corey and Todd both completely identify with that whole journey that they took. As, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> well, and, that's, and, that, and that's why, why well, I, I think too, even with like when they're talking to the nun and some of the things they say in front of her, I'm like, Oh man. Like, yeah, no, I, she, Oh no, the, no, no, no. Can't give anything away. No, I'm just saying, like, being from a Catholic school, like, I, I remember seeing kids, like, slip up and say stuff they shouldn't have, and the way these girls go on about it, and the nun's just so, just relaxed and doesn't, it doesn't even phase her. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, th- that is it, truly, I mean, ultimately, I, I'm, again, I went to a Lutheran seminary, and similarly, I myself had blow-ups where I said a thing, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to freaking damn me to hell and kick me out of this school. Yeah. And they don't bat an eye. They're like, and then you remember it's Lutheran and you're fine. <laughs> exactly. You're just a dumbass yeah. who doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> and don't use that word. Don't let that language. In. It's just like I said, I identified with so much of that. I thought it was, that's why I loved it. So. All right. Uh, another shot sitting here before we move yeah, on. We sure do. <laughs> what, what happened? Cause Nick got up and poured you guys a shot and he put everything away. And I was like, uh, Damn it! So he walked back over, filled yeah. mine up. But rather than putting it back where it was, where I could reach it, he placed it all the way at the very end of the table. So maybe he was trying to very kindly stay out of camera. Corey uh, is upset yeah. when he was hand delivered shots that he never has to get up and really get himself, other than the one he did before the show because he was already up. Yeah, 
that I walked all the way across the room, and that reach for him was a little bit too much. Next time, if I could just pour it directly into his mouth. That That'd would be, be fantastic. Yeah, you should do that next time. Yeah, if I uh, didn't care about my carpet, I would do that. So, cheers. 28-16, baby. I was just going to the store. Awesome. Sweet. Oh. Todd, Todd didn't want to say anything. stuff. I didn't want to say anything. That but, is good stuff. I didn't want to say anything, but Bob's had his shoes off this whole time. Oh. Yep. Fist with your toes right in the carpet. Oh, my goodness. Just feeling that shag. <clears throat> All right, Todd, you had Pepsi. Where's my jet? Yes. So I haven't had a jet Pepsi cola. Thank you. In a long, long time. And after watching this four part miniseries, I will never have Pepsi or a Pepsi product ever again. Wow. Those bastards. It's powerful. No spoilers. It's a documentary about how Pepsi doesn't honor their agreements when they set up contests for you. And and I think I mentioned when I got assigned to me that I have a little insight insight on how people cheat on the ones where they do pay up a little bit of money. But anyway, uh, Pepsi, where's my jet? Uh, essentially is the story of a young man who figured out uh, he, he was obsessed with trying to get the Harrier jet. He saw the commercial uh, and legitimately thought it would be cool to, to win something. And the fact that he figured out a, a way or methodology to get it. And Todd, sorry to cut you off right there real quick. But for those that don't know what Todd's referring to, uh, back in the 90s, Pepsi had a, um, a campaign that they did where if you saved your bottle caps or scanned barcodes of labels. of labels of, of Pepsi products you bought, you would redeem them for points, and you could add those points up and get prizes from Pepsi. Um, and the commercial they ran, it showed this kid progressively basically going through all the different you know levels of, of uh, prizes they had to the point where it was 7 million points, and it showed him landing in front of his school in a Harrier jet and getting out of it. And Pepsi stupidly did not put any disclaimer or anything stating that that was just an ad and it wasn't real. So this guy decides he's going to chase after that dream of, of getting the Harrier jet with 7 million points. Sorry, go ahead, Todd. Yeah, no, no worries. And, and literally you could, the thing that bugs me the most is Pepsi might maybe rightfully at first thought that this was a, a, a an attempt to steal, but he, he and his family actually tried to drink enough Pepsi to win that to get the 7 million Pepsi points. And again, without spoilers at all, in order to have, in order to have gotten 7 million Pepsi points based on the contest without purchasing them, someone would have had to drink 190 Pepsis every day for a hundred years. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. <laughs> so it's like from that perspective, it's like the fact that he figured out how to, how to do it. And the fact that he he actually tried to drink the Pepsi, he and his fa- and that's the funny thing. Him and his family like sucking down Pepsi colas to try and get enough points to do it for some period of time before they gave up. Tells you how serious they were. And then and like I said, it makes me dislike the way that big corporations are able to get get away with shit, and how we naively support companies like this who totally fuck people who don't deserve it. In real, and, and really and never ever look back at the aftermath that's left because at the end of the day I guess I won't, I won't and I'm sorry to say this, at the end of the day, I won't give any spoiler <laughs> as to how it all turns out but 
uh-huh. big big corporations can really fuck the little guy and never ever have to see a repercussion for it. I just want to <laughs> I just want to say that I've done a lot of commercials for the Pepsi, and I'm not going to stand idly by while you trash and tarnish their good name. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Exactly. Well, Thank it's you, Cindy Crawford Michael. being like people go people still go to Halloween parties with Cindy Crawford from the commercial. Yeah, they they had some some real big names. They spent a lot of money on. Indeed, Mr. Bueller. Mr. Bueller. Was it? Uh, I think they had one with. Uh, yeah, before they, I they, think so. I thought that uh, what's his name who played Bu- Ferris Bueller was. Uh, oh, Fer- okay, okay, I got yeah. it. All right, um, new assignments for next week. Um, I got Corey. Corey has Todd, and Todd has me. I have you. Yep. We got. God bless him. <clears throat> All right, Corey. Yes, let's. Uh, Todd, should I should I continue with the uh, the UK vibe or continue with um, the 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 Massachusetts vibe? Massachusetts. Up to you. Up to you. All right. Have you, Corey? Have you ever seen? Uh, have you ever seen the UK version of The Office? Yes. Are you sure? How much have you watched of it? Several seasons. Several seasons. Yeah. Okay. It, uh, have you ever talked about it? What, what is it like? It didn't do anything for you. Same thing. You got to put subtitles on to understand what they're saying. No, I think with the UK version of The Office, uh, you should watch that first. Prior to watching oh, 100%. the American version of The Office. Yeah. Unfortunately, I did it ass backwards and obviously caught on to the American version of The Office <laughs> before I caught on to the UK version. Okay. Uh, I think if I would have done it in reverse, I would have appreciated the UK version a lot, lot more. Um, okay. But unfortunately, that's not how it happened. Okay. Um, all right. You have Greg Davies, You Magnificent Beast. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to go or you want Todd to go? I, oh, go ahead. No, Todd can go. I, I got to scroll back up here in a second. Okay. Bob, have you, seen, have you seen The Sinner on Netflix? The Sinner? Yes. Oh, Yes, man. he did. I, yeah, I was just thinking. I'm like, I yep. feel like someone and, probably and, assigned it to and me. And he hated it. Really? Yep. He doesn't like to watch anything where people are murdered. The Sinner? Mm-hmm. Was this, like, real early? I don't see it on it's my list. It's not been around that long. Uh, hold on. It sounds very familiar, but maybe I'm confusing it with something else. Hold on. Yeah, there's been so many serial killer shit that, that I've been assigned. Well, clearly it had a serial, or like, someone being killed, because... Hang on. Well, can Bob, can you check the SharePoint? I'm looking at it right now. Oh, yeah, I... You have, I don't see oh, it. Oh, yeah, I remember this. No, I don't think he was assigned this. Okay. The but, center then. But again, is this, if this is about serial killers, I'm just going to. It's not, it's not, it's not, dude, it's not, that's not the, the thing. There's only like five people get killed. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, he's if, the if, worst if, serial killer ever. ever. He's not a serial killer. He's he's a, I didn't realize, before, before this, I didn't realize Bob couldn't be. He's a casual a show killer. Or, or, well, and it's not, it's not a docuseries. It's he's not a, even based on a. 
It's not based on a he's neither was neither was Dahmer. He's an empath. Dahmer was a movie. It physically. Yeah, but him. it's still based on Dahmer's true story. But by giving me this, you are thinking that everything you know about me already that I'm gonna like this. Watch the center, dude. These are fake no, no, people he, killing other people. This is not. This should not be devolving into like watch this. I'm gonna give him another series. Kill, 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 kill. Yeah, it wasn't be, that at all. I'm. T- I'm. It's a series that I think that you, I think you'll like it. All right, the center it is. Thank you. Here, Nick, watch Cat, watch Caddyshack too. <laughs> right, that would be the equivalent of that. I wouldn't even do I don't, that. I don't I don't Caddyshack so. two is not even shouldn't even be a movie. Yeah, I don't even. I don't think so. I feel like that should be the. Let me ask ah, you. Bite your tongue, sir. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Did I assign you dope sick before? You did. Okay. So then, the or somebody is. did. Sinner it is. <laughs> Sinner <laughs> it is, ladies and gentlemen. No, I said I, I'm good with Woo! that. Okay. All right. It's going to be a sinner kind of week. Corey, what do you got for Todd? Todd, you have high confessions of an Ibizan drug mule. Uh, can you, uh, once we go in and start the next segment, can you just text me that title? Because I'm <laughs> going to completely butcher the spelling. Because yeah, I think forget. it's Ibiza. And I'm going to watch. And I'm going to watch something else. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's 100% true. He needs to know. Who has Corey? Uh, uh, I, I gave him something already. Oh, damn. You should have given him fucking jingle jangle. Exactly. That's not mine to give. That's Todd's to give. Or mine to give. Oh, that's true. You have seen it. I have not. No, have I? Holy shit. Oh, Todd. Uh, so. Let's just assume I did. Tis, yep, I see it right here. Tis the season. I have seen it. You have he's not. He's going to let you. Oh, it's amazing. I no, remember like it was he, yesterday. He didn't see it. Todd and I are the only ones that saw it. God he's going to like it. the center. And then I'll assign him Jingle Jangle next week, closer to Christmas. I was going to say, I, first, I, will, I, forgot, fellas, I will not be here you, next week. You know what, Todd? I forgot to tell you guys, I watched it on my own time after no, the glowing review from Nick. No, you didn't. I did. I was so, well in, played, I was so intrigued. God damn it. No, no. Looks like Jingle Jangle's off the table. Looks like you're both lying. All right. And also, uh, tis the season. And it's kind of like a rite of passage. It's kind of like... Uh, is it? No, it's yeah, not. That's like, exactly how you painted it was. This like, was my rite of passage. Like, I was happy to go like, through it. It's like boot camp. It, you, it sucks, but you're going to have to go through it. Especially being that it didn't get a failing grade. I can't believe it's. we're like talking uh, about it. Like, pretty, oh, God. Pretty, yeah. pretty sure it got a failing grade. It was grade, the Todd. definition of it failing not, grade. It did not. It was horrible. Uh, we may have to go I put a game. silver lining on it about oh. how I appreciated how they were able to... Uh, change the whole mentality of the only thing it was. It wasn't. I was told it was horrible because it was a kid's movie and you were an adult. Right. And I said but if I, I was if I was a kid, which I am not, I would enjoy it. Thank you for the confirmation there, sir. It doesn't make it horrible then. But it, it meant I didn't enjoy it because <laughs> I'm not a kid. Yeah, this is going to go well. It'd be like saying I like I know. Okay, it's horrible movie. No, you can go back to my review. <coughs> Bring back the tape. We might have to roll back the tape. Exactly. All right, moving on. Uh, final segment of the night. All right. <laughs> I thought, sure enough, I'd finally be able to talk like on my own segment. That one too. And you always seem to hit the right button. Nope. <laughs> so for this installment of Nick's existential question of the week, uh, we're going to ask this question. What is the last guilty pleasure food that you indulged in that you didn't want really anyone to know or you haven't told anyone? 
<laughs> really didn't really not something you wanted to share something only between you yourself and i and god and god yeah uh and it didn't have to be super recent but something that just sticks out to you like yeah i probably uh, no one probably needed to know about this it was just a time with just a time by myself so you just a clarifying question you mm-hmm. want us to disclose here for the first time to anyone not to anyone to Oh, all so fi- all so, five listeners. So, <laughs> but so you're saying Danielle could know about this, and and it's not it's that they could. Qualifying. It's not that they couldn't, but it's not something that you'd really go out of your way to be like. I mean, this is a perfect hey, place. Was, We've already heard. I was this elbowed, is the kind of thing that we could just release like crazy secrets on that no one will ever need to hear because I, no one listens anyway. I was elbow deep in a bag of fudge last week. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it's something that you just weren't. You didn't go out of your way to tell people about, right? But it happened. Uh-huh. This this occurred whether you uh, had a couple drinks or you're a little, a little smoky smoky, and you were like, I don't know what that means? You're like, oh yeah. wow, yeah. Speak, speak English. I ate an entire bag of pork rinds <laughs> by myself. You know, <laughs> something like that. That's what I want to know for this week's existential question of the week. And yes, Todd, go ahead. What is I, your clarifying I, question? My clarifying question. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Are people going to hold it against us? Are people going to hold it against oh, us? 100%. I can't, I can't speak for the vast audience that we have. I'm speaking just for me. Yes. Okay. 100%. Okay. I will hold it against right. you. And I, I also want to know the question. And it can't be brought. Well, my other clarifying question mm-hmm. is, can we can we have an agreement where it won't? this won't be brought up to shame any of us in the future? In what way? But once we, again, we, we divulge our guilty pleasure. In what way did you expect that you'd be on the Schnoz cast and say something that could not be brought back up to shame yeah, you in the that's future. That's the whole point of doing the this The whole podcast. point of our show. Yeah. Because this is an existential question. We, it's like Vegas. No, this is, what the, this is, Vegas? This is the, the, the corpuscles that, that run days. through the lifeblood of this entire podcast, Todd. No, you are asking stay, us to dismantle it from the, from the core. And existential. I will say good job on using the word corpuscles because yeah. I believe on the episode, last episode I wasn't here. Yep. That was a deal. It was. What? It was a thing. To use the word corpuscle. Yeah, that you, was the deal. You drop, you I thought we were supposed to say corpuscles. ass clown. I know times. I did. I ass think clown? that was the deal. I think that, what was it? What was the thing that we were supposed to say? Ass clown. Oh, no. I don't, I'm not a part of any of these talks, so I don't know what they're talking Wait, about. Wait, I want to know what the hell Todd's talking about. I, I haven't been a part of any deal that's uh, we have to say a word, so I don't know. So it, was, it, was, it wasn't a deal. It was it was something that was brought up on that episode. That yes. It was a gentleman's agreement. Oh, that we should introduce one word each episode? No, no, no. I think I just said, like, you dropped the word, and I said, that's a $5 word. Like You should start well like, peppering that into more podcasts. So Bob successfully did that oh, today. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. You're welcome. Tintinabulation. <laughs> we should just start uttering, word like, bitches. yeah. Uh, uh, exactly. Four syllable words. Seventeen dollars. Five dollars that Corey says corpuscle for the end of the night. What's that? We're almost done with the podcast. Before the end of the night or the yeah, podcast? Night. Oh, I'm not taking that bet. <laughs> he's gonna be like, I would take that bet if <laughs> I was like anyhow, so Yeah, you're not supposed to say it where he can hear you. <laughs> to wrap it up, I went to the fridge and uh every corpuscle of my being was <laughs> my corpuscle. You should you should take that bet. Yeah, you're you're not supposed to tell him. <laughs> But maybe I didn't want to hear it. <laughs> so oh, I, I see. Reverse, reverse psychology. Psychology. Yeah, well played. Thank you. Just like now I, I, I feel wanted like to start. How many at, times has he I just reverse psychology me? I want to start at ten thirty. What do you, I mean? Come on. Oh, I know. Right. I know how to do this. All right. So, all right. So, who wants to go first? Can you repeat the question, please? So, what is the last 
guilty pleasure meal that you had by yourself that was kept between you, yourself, and I that you didn't want anyone else to know. Uh, not something that you're going to broadcast or put on the front page of the paper. You're not going to put a Facebook post together. Something that you're like, I probably shouldn't have done this. But it was just me, and this is something that I did. Clarifying question. You, you said meal. Does this have to be a meal? or is no, this, it could be okay. a, I mean, it could be a snack Okay. Uh, that you turned into a meal. It could be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so who wants to go first? That's what I want to know. I've got two. Corey has two. I, uh, I, mean. I, I probably have dozens of them. I know. <laughs> I have no shame when it comes to food, and I don't care who knows. I have no secrets to. Mm, I, I, I don't do broadcast it, but I'm not afraid to say it. Okay, so. well, you, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's right. back that up a little bit. All right. So first one. I, I, uh, yeah, go ahead. Dry peanut butter. Sprinkle Old Bay on top of peanut butter. Whoa, oh. What the fuck? Oh, oh my man. God. <laughs> what? Freaking humans trying to live in the same freaking civilization. What? How what can is that We're about? living in a society. How can anyone know, follow that up? No. Take your shoes off on a plane, dude. Just don't do that anymore. Oh, my God. Horrible. As the fact it, you even thought about it. As so, shame. As a shame. As a shame. As a, shame. As a former sous chef, a foodie, and a human being, never ever do that again. No. Dude, old shame. man peanut butter. It's oh, one, oh of the, one of the best oh, things. There's no reason for it. One of the best oh. things I've ever tasted. Oh my god, you oh you have <laughs> Have you tasted oh. the bottom of my shoe? Oh. Why don't you, you go to my house and lick the bottom of my shoe? Corey, Corey if you just oh. want to think it tastes like it tastes exact Oh, that's gonna be my new shtick. You want my shoot button? Is this what you envisioned like? with Old this question, Corey? And Nick. I taste it. I'm not Corey. Sorry, Nick. Is this what you envisioned with this? What the segment? fuck is going on tonight? I, 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 I <laughs> cannot. I can't get what he said out of my brain. I, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Is this the way you? No, he should going? have went last. He likes shoe bombs. I don't know who could follow that. I was thinking of like, uh, oh, I ate too many chips. Yeah, and Corey's exactly. fucking old bay on peanut butter. Like exactly. I could see like a spoon- The crazy part is he said he had more than one. I could see like a spoonful of peanut butter. What else butter. do you have? He spo- said it was the best thing he ever had. Listen, like a spoonful of peanut butter with like a little bit of like sea salt. You got the salty and the sweet. Like, okay, maybe I could get on board with that. Peanut butter's but, not even really sweet. But old bay? Yeah, peanut butter's the salty part. But that's not the sweet part. I mean, it's exactly. butter is sweet. So yeah. <laughs> to, to, to Nick, to Nick right, peanut butter is very sweet, apparently. It's sweet for me. <laughs> Hey, yeah, dude, so old, okay. ba- old bay and peanut butter How all day long. Disgusting. Okay, sure, were you under the influence well, of any you, substances? No, I have Usually. a... I, 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 my work is done. I have, I have Wait a, a minute. I have a jar Corey. of peanut butter at work with a little thing old Corey, bay. That, oh, for fuck's sake. For Christ's sake. Corey's having a baby. Did you <laughs> have a pickle with it? <laughs> Not a bad idea, sir. No, uh, I would uh, even uh, say if Danielle were pregnant... Right now, mm. and was telling me she was craving that. I would tell her to go to the doctor, go to the hospital because <laughs> and I'm, clearly I'm, something is wrong. I'm telling you, you this. Need to get it I'm addressed. telling you this right now. This is this is the this is coming from the man. Okay, this We're is the lose listeners. This is the man. Oh, <laughs> can't lose listeners. You didn't have. Yeah, exactly. This is this is the man that when it was 89 degrees and humid on the river, shirtlessly cooked macaroni and cheese and put. Cellophane bagged tuna into his mac and cheese on his little campfire stove, and ate that when it was fucking ninety degrees outside. If you're if you're listening out there, and I know you're not, if you're not vomiting, <laughs> it sounds perhaps you wrong. caught what I caught, and I got to give a, a a fist bump to my friend Nick Bader, who 
coined the term shirtlessly. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Continue. But so, I mean, you would think that nothing would blow us away at this point. So uh, peanut butter and Old Bay at work. Sure. That, that's perfect. That makes perfect sense because hot tuna and cheese on the side of a river, obviously. Fantastic. Yeah. Didn't yeah. blow us away. But I'll follow that. Okay. I can't top it. What could? Nobody can. What could? No, it's all down. I, say, I won't even bother with my second well, one. Then. No, it's all done. Hey, wait a minute. If you tell me that you put, put squirrel shit on a fucking Ritz cracker, then maybe. Uh, no, if it's, you, not, it's yeah. not, not as good as I that. I really don't think that would cut. Even if I was deadly serious <laughs> and, and you guys just questioned me for the next hour and it became very clear that I was utterly serious, I still don't think it would top it. You'd All tell right. your friends, you'd be like, oh, he told the story about squirrel shit and Ritz crackers, but clearly <laughs> he was coerced and didn't do it voluntarily, but that shit that Corey did was fucked up. I, honestly, I, I'm I just from you saying it, I'm less disgusted than what I heard from him. Because would be like, oh, that was an accident. You're welcome, Corey. It's so good. So, so what's yours, Bob? Uh, mine is, uh, so I, I had a birthday a couple of months ago, and uh, my mother-in-law, so I, I feel like, I, have I talked about the Tower of Treats on this podcast? The who? No. All right. <laughs> the so, who? So uh, this was year, years ago. Like Bob's uh, a dog. My, uh, so I, I'm divorced. Uh, my ex-wife's mother, uh, who I still call my mother-in-law, uh, she's awesome. Love her. Saint of a woman who's still like her, her, uh, Christie's family has never treated me any differently. And that extends to Corey and his mom and sisters and, and everybody. Is this Nancy? Yes. Okay. She's lover, but, uh, if she is shout out to you, Nancy, Nancy. Uh, so she still to this day and I'm, I'm 53. She still oh, buys me Christmas fuck. presents. I don't even Christmas presents for my own mother. Uh, she still buys me Christmas presents every year and still wants to do, not just for me, but also for her own kids and obviously my kids uh, celebrate birthdays. So, you know, when you get to in your 50s and you're like, someone still wants to celebrate the fact that you're alive and you've had another trip around the sun, like, that's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Generally, when you have, and Corey, will you discover this, when you have kids, you become the least important person in your sphere of influence around as far as the eye can see. No one gives a shit about you anymore. Oh, no, because we did it to my dad. So. Exactly. So the fact that somebody does, like, this is really amazing. It, it, uh, I'm very thankful for it every year. So this year, she she wanted to have a party, and uh, she's like, what do, you, what do you want for, you know, your cake or whatever? Now, years ago when my kids were small, uh, she still celebrated my birthday just like she did with my kids. And what kind of cake do you want became kind of an old hat thing for me. And I said, you know what I would you know what we could do? And this is, I'm like, I will take care of buying this, whatever. But if you have like a, she, she has like a display thing. It's like a, it's got a handle on the top. It's got like three different layers, like a, like a wrought iron thing to put, you know, uh, different snacks or, or pies or whatever on in the middle of the table. It's a three tiered thing. And I'm like, what if we a serving did, dish? It's not a serving dish as much as it's a, what a serving. the fuck do you call it? Stand. It's a stand, right, with three different layers. We could put three different, like, plates of whatever. Yeah, like a three-tiered display. Thank you. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Uh, and so I said, why don't we get, uh, like, uh, like name-brand treats like King Don's, Ho-Ho's, uh, Twinkies. Um, King Don's? You said King It used Don's. to be called King Don's. No, it's Don King you're thinking of. King Dong's. Uh, yeah. no, 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 they were changed to Ding Dong's <laughs> later, but originally they were King Don's. Check. Google it if you if you disagree. King Dong. That's what it was. King Ding Dongs. That was Todd's Ding-dongs. nickname in high school. 
I hope not. But like all the like the Dolly Madison type of treats that I grew up with, like let's do that and just have like a a tiered, and we called it the Tower of Treats. And I have done that like almost every year for like the past twenty years. And my kids, my nieces and nephews who are at the party, they all look forward to my birthday for no other reason than the Tower of Treats. Wow, because it's different from the cake that everybody gets all the time, and blah sure. blah. blah. Mm-hmm. This like year, it. this year, I'm like, you know what? We've done that the last couple of years. You know, the thing I haven't really had in a long time is, as my favorite when I was when I was a kid, German chocolate cake. I knew you were going to say that. Did you, how'd you know that? Because I'm German. I just did. It's the first thing, that pop, dude. For uh, my mind went carrot cake. No German chocolate cake, and then you said it. Oh, Love okay. It. Carrot cake is another. I know you well. One. She's like, okay, great, no problem. O- now, I did care. not realize. At the time when I said this, it was pointed out to me like a week later by Lori that she's like, do you know how fucking hard it is to find German chocolate cake? I yeah, because it looked like a woolly I, I have no idea. Isn't she going to make it? She's like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, to buy it. I'm not, I never say like. Homemade make, German make chocolate cake. Germ- oh, no. I thought she was making. No, 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 no. Oh, My mom used to make German, German chocolate, chocolate cake. But it's not like buying a fucking apple pie. Like apparently, and I didn't know this, you can't just go out to the store and buy it. Like they are very hard to find. Indeed, because they're really, really shitty or really, really good. Uh, that is true. You can screw it up. But if you yes. do it right, there's it's my favorite. They're very, very good. Yep. So she ended up finding it somewhere, and I apologized up and down. I'm like, I had no idea how hard this was to find. She's like, yeah, it was a little, a little difficult, but uh, I got, I love you. This is your, your, your German chocolate cake. I'm like, you're the best. So everybody enjoyed German chocolate cake. Now, there were other things Except to for your eat. your kids. It's a, no, no, they, they did. Uh Kids so this is like this it. is this is where the story. I'll, I'll, I'm going to try to wrap this up. Hopefully, some of us will be able to go. I'm going to try to wrap this up. So, German chocolate cake and some other things there because not everyone likes German chocolate cake. Yes, I loved it. I had a piece. A couple of other people did. A lot of people didn't. No problem. They were working on the tower of treats. I didn't have the tower of treats, but they had like a pie or there was something else Just there that they preferred. That's fine. But anyway, I was sent home with probably three quarters of a mm. of an actual large full size German chocolate mm-hmm. cake. Here's where it gets. Good. <laughs> yes. This yeah. is where the story gets. I, good. I think uh, 36 hours later, it was gone. There we go. I mean, yeah. I, I, right. I, I would cut. You know, I would cut crusty. F- uh, a, a piece the size of my skull, and eat that, and then go back and get another small slice, and then like later on the day have another one. It was <laughs> in, in a day and a half. It was I'd eaten. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I I was thinking it was it was going that was leading up to a one sit down. That that cake was gone. That's what I The only thing preventing you from doing that was just a feeling of like, then I have to tell people I ate three quarters <laughs> I'm, of. I'm not going to lie. Like, I should probably spread this out is, over is several he, hours. Do you think he's he's kind of baby proofing this story for us? I honestly hope so. Because no, I'm actually a little disappointed look, hold yeah. that it wasn't a, like, hey, I sat down that night and powered it off. The cake done he's, well is a, is a very Do you not thing. know me? He's told me gluttonous ha, moments have that I, were much right, worse. Have I ever held back in. The, the the vacuuming up the bean dip story. Have I ever held back? Well, I, but the it's thing, stupid the th- shit the, that I've done. The thing is, I don't know because you could have had like a, a mommy talk before that. Are you like, saying that the other stories I've told were worse than what I told you no, no, because no, but, I held back? But if that specific night, like someone names will not be said, yeah. may have said to you, now don't now don't forget, don't eat this all in one sitting. Like you know, you can't. They just all have know, this no all one ever yourself. said that to me. 
<laughs> no one ever said it to me, and nor would they. Because, because this is the a, this is the man. Answer. This is the man, and and there's enough blame to go around for everyone on this show for sure. Yeah. But this is the man who, when we were sharing a place together up in Tawas, yep. Uh, he disappeared for quite some time, and I I walked in. Uh, while we're all on this beach lavish vacation. I walked in and he is on the couch with some sort of like old eighties movie playing elbow it was Roadhouse. Elbow deep into a bag of potato chips. Oh yeah. Angrily eating them. And he looked at me as like if he aggressively walked, eating them. If he as if he walked out of the shower and I was sitting in his living room. Like as if what, someone's going to take them away from like, me. Like what the fuck are you doing here? Could. What are you doing in my home? Like that's how he yeah. looked at me and I was like yeah. It, there were no words that were said. I was like, yeah. okay, and I and walked I, right back out the and door. And I proudly own that moment, and therefore I say to you, gentlemen, I speak the truth. 36 hours. Gone. That seems like a long time I'm for impressed. three quarters no, of a no, cake. I'm, imp- I'm impressed. It's a day and a half. It's a day and a half, yeah. Oh, okay. I, was I couldn't do the math. For, I was sleeping for eight to ten of those hours. I'm impressed. Because it was a weekend. I'm impressed. Exactly. <laughs> and we were probably podcasting that night, so I wasn't eating any cake that night either. So 36 hours I, I, is a little more impressive than I think you give me credit for. I mean, okay. anyway, that's my, <laughs> thank you, sir. Nicely done, Bob. Thank you. How about you, Todd? Uh, mine was just last night. So Mary hates, <laughs> Mary, Mary hates that I, uh, I, uh, I ate that uh, eagle whole. <laughs> no, no, that I eat. I typically, don't, I don't have, ever since I did the, a keto diet years ago, I used to never have a sweet tooth, but. Ever since I did, I cut carbs for six months. Uh, now I have a sweet tooth with a vengeance. And so, and Mary's big thing is, well, you're exercising now, so it's not a big deal for you to have something sweet now and again. But she's like, I don't like it when you eat something sweet, like after like 11 o'clock at night. She's like, don't snack late. Wait, hold on. She said, I don't like it when you do dot, dot, dot. Is that really? When you eat what you want to eat? Like, what does that yeah. have well, to do Well, if I her? snack late, yeah. But, 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 but she's she policing she your behavior. Yes. What, what does that do to Is that Mary? not what happens to people? No, but what does oh, that do to police? Yeah, but what does that do to Mary? That's all I want to... Like, does it make you, like, gassy or something where she's like... Oh, no, God, no, it doesn't do anything to her. She's trying to make sure I live for another six weeks. Oh, you're worth more alive than dead right now. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> then I'm not sure why she's stopping Dude, you. If my, if my if my plane from Vegas had went down... Yeah, she'd, she'd, be, she'd be rich. Million dollar dream home. So why is she trying to <laughs> prolong your life? As opposed to the shack she's living in now. You think she'd be shoveling cake into your mouth nightly? You you would think. Yeah. Well, maybe. Well, maybe. Well, maybe I'll shed my, I'll shed my cloak of fame because what I did is last night, uh, we had we had dinner and done eating at about seven o'clock and at about eleven thirty, I'm like, I gotta have something sweet, and I went into the pantry, and uh, before I left, I had what would have been his hostess doesn't make them anymore, but our local bakery Franz uh, makes a chocolate pie. Remember the hostess cherry pies? Those little Oh yeah, things with the with a little. It has a little sugary coating on the outside. I had one of the chocolate pies, and that and and literally when I and I was trying, and Mary was asleep on the couch as I sat, quietly tried to open it up, <laughs> so she wouldn't catch me. You tried to secretly eat it. Eat it. I did. That as soon as I like ripped the bag, it's like rip. She's like, "What are you eating?" And I'm like, "Nothing." That's, wow. that's you have a, hold on. You have a compound. Why would you go like one thousand yards in the opposite direction? Yeah, go which to the, is still your property. Not, go to the east wing. Yeah. Lazy. 
Right next to her right. ear. Yeah. That thick wax paper Sounds that you like can't tear through. No farther away than Nick and I are I now. He's like, paper. crinkle, like, crinkle, crinkle. Honestly, exactly. Todd, you could, have exactly. taken the, you could have taken the airport moving walkway that you have yeah. to the East Wing and out to the chicken coop. You could have gotten your transporter and gone uh, like the fly. Segwayed out to the chicken coop. Had your atoms dismantled thanks, and thank reassembled. Thank you guys for coaching me on how to hide things, but I did. Clearly you need it. passed out on the couch, and I thought, I was going to do it because as soon as I ripped that paper in, she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, damn. So this was like one little, little, like a McDonald's apple pie size thing. Yeah. But in like cellophane. But it was not, at 1130 at night, dude. Ca- cardboard box or right. whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. There was yeah. some crinkling and it's, yeah, it's, it's like It's cold. It's not warm, but it's it was 1130 at night. I, and that was my guilty pleasure. I think you could afford something a little better than that. Just so you know, Todd. It's not about it's not about the <laughs> again, dude. I like the fillet of fish from McDonald's. I, I like, I'm a simple man, dude. I'm a common. We were just talking about this earlier. The Dairy Girls. I'm just like them. Perhaps if you'd worked a little harder. Todd. Todd is a Todd is a is an enigma wrapped man. in a riddle. A man who loves the fillet of fish and yet has 17 different kinds of salt in his pantry. 17. Sorry, you're off 37. By an order of magnitude, yeah. sir. You're Seven, still off. By no, a lot. 17 yeah. are the number of TVs in his home. Todd, 7-Eleven <laughs> now makes one of those pies in a Boston cream version. Oh. That sounds horrible to me. But oh. can I, and you know, because I was going to say, actually, but speak close to it, though, Bob, my guilty, my thing, like your uh, German chocolate cake, is uh, Baker Square French silk pie. I, Didn't you just do that? Are you doing a second one now? Am I, what ha- no, no, happened? I, no, well, no, 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 because little. you were saying, like, the thing that couldn't last, like, my guilty pleasure experience that was the question exactly but when you said your german chocolate cake thing where you had a skull sized piece and then you could you kept slicing off little pieces Mm -hmm. every time if i were if there were a baker square in washington which there's not and there was a french silk pie i would have the same pathology as you and that it wouldn't Uh, have lasted a full day are there baker are there baker squares anywhere no i don't think there are any but we have sherry's which is very similar they do like 40 different homemade pies at every store so we have sherry's is our Baker Square, and they do make a French silk pie, and I don't go there because that would have been my trouble. Because <laughs> you would eat a whole French <laughs> silk they, pie. Because they exactly. have French silk pie. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. In 24 hours. Yeah. That's probably another, that's a good follow-up question maybe for next weekend, is where where are the places that you don't go because you know you would eat? Everything. Yeah. And you're like, that's probably uh, not those a good are the idea. Places, I stay far away Those are the places that. I go. Yeah. That's where I try and go. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I will take everything. Yeah. Well, you're, you're the closer for this segment then. Yeah, mine's mine's nothing fantastic. Like, um, I don't old know. band peanut butter. No, that's disgusting. Um, that's I I would probably say around my birthday it was uh, my family. A lot of people. There's a lot of homemade stuff, you know, between my grandma and my aunt and my mom, and like it, there's a lot of uh, good cooks in the family, and they they're big in desserts and things like that. And I remember um, it was probably about a year ago. It was uh, my mom had made me, and she'd work, been working at a bakery at this time, and she's a great cook, and she had made me a homemade key lime pie. And mm. I think it was, like, one of the last desserts to come out because I don't ask for, like, cake and stuff for my birthday. And to Bob's defense, like, it was... Are I, you making me feel like shit for asking no, for No, because I just I don't eat s- sweets. I'm more savory, sour. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yep. so... Yep. 
And however the coin fucking fell, uh, there was only like two pieces missing from this key lime pie. And I ate the fucking rest of that shit after it came home with me. That's what I'm talking about. I'm In like, one sitting? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's it's what I'm it's key lime pie. It's not heavy. You know, it's, yeah. it's just so easy. I'm, I could smash a fucking whole key lime pie by myself. <laughs> <laughs> if it's like homemade, fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. A little bit of granola and some whipped cream. Like, come on. That's, that's nothing. Yeah, I could easily do that. Damn, oh, yeah. I'm really hungry. I kind of would like a piece of that. <laughs> oh right my now. god, dude! It had the it had the shaved zest on top of the the fresh whipped cream. Oh, it was phenomenal. Is that you know the? What's fun? Go ahead, Todd. No, I was gonna say. Sim- I for what I like love key lime pie now, but for whatever reason, I thought I would hate it because I never liked lime candies when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have key lime pie for the first time until I was in my late 30s. Wow, oh, you, miss, I, you were missing out all those years. I know, I know, because like 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 Nick just said, I could I could absolutely smash a whole key lime pie and up. And the <laughs> the the funny thing, Todd, is for years for my birthday, I've had either key lime pie. Uh, my mom made one time a sheet pan of like key lime tarts, which was basically just all key lime pie in a sheet pan. And my aunt has made several times, and my mom, um, what I like to call the perfect storm, which is a key lime. <laughs> Which is a homemade key lime cheesecake, which is what the absolutely phenomenal. Because I love cheesecake. I used to always get cheesecake for my birthday. That's the only cake I would ever have. Okay. And then I love key lime pie, so I'm like, how about a key lime cheesecake? And it was fucking had the like swirls of the cheese and the fucking lime. It was fucking amazing. But as much as I've grown up loving this, apparently these two assholes that I sit in front of me never knew this. And they would have conversations about key lime around me as if I was allergic to it. And they'd be like, well, don't don't, don't let Nick taste any because he's not a big key lime person. And they really didn't know. Oh, they had oh, no clue. Oh, 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 hang on. Yeah. Let me tell you why we think that you're allergic Just to because it. Just because of the ice we, cream. Thing. Yes. That was it. Because we stopped and you were like, nope, I feel like taking a nap. <laughs> exactly. But it was, even, it was even before that. It was uh, mm. you guys had gotten some kind of key lime something that Corey picked up one day. And he was like, oh, here you go, buddy. And blah, blah, blah. And Bob, Bob really loves key lime pie. And I'm I've right. never thought this. No. No, I said one that day, first trip we made in Tawas to go there, that was my sort of indoctrination into key lime. I had had key lime stuff before, but oh. never really, like after that, I started searching out key lime everywhere. <laughs> like, can I buy key lime yogurt-covered pretzels? Yes. Yes, you can. Can I buy key lime saltwater taffy? Yes, I can. Oh, I yeah. actually have some in my oh, house yeah. right now, and I would have brought them over for you if I thought you could eat them, but I know you can. I appreciate so that. I kept all see? of them. brought them over for you. You see how this is going? Yeah, because I think you don't like it because you're like, I feel like taking a nap, and we're going to get key lime ice. So, we, did, we did get a very, very, very cold shoulder that trip. For, for, people, that yeah. are, for people that are confused, we were on a vacation um, for eight days. Eight-day vacation. Yeah. And when it was time to go home, when everyone was hungover and just want, you know, we had a three and a half hour drive to go home, they decided, let's go window shopping and get ice cream. And I'm like, no, I could use the sleep. There was nothing like about uh, the, no, no pie, no fucking ice cream. Nothing could have gotten me out of that car at that yeah. time. But having heard what we did while I was sleeping, we got the greatest key lime pie ice cream we'd ever had. <laughs> there was never uh, any sort of statement by Nick saying like, Sounds great. Wish I would have been with you. No. Had to get some sleep. Uh, a whole year went by. We went back to the same exact place. Vowed to go there again. Nick never said like, "Yeah, I'd love to go with you." So I'm just not. I'm not. A big I'm not ice a key lime ice cream. Ice That's cream a, that, that is why I don't associate with you as someone who but loves key lime wouldn't, pie. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you think that I'm just not an ice cream guy and not a key lime? I, I 
I don't know why. Uh, all I know is I mean, I like coffee. Key lime ice cream. I love coffee. No, he's expecting no you guys reaction. to be women. I'm like delve deeper into why he doesn't like. <laughs> I love. Nice work, Nick. Those are dudes. Yeah. I love I love coffee, uh, but I would never ever be like, oh God, I, I can't wait to go get this uh, coffee ice cream. I thought you would dig deeper into my psyche and understand. So, <laughs> so, all right, we're not. That, that, that is a level of control that we have that Todd doesn't. So I don't want to. <laughs> but yeah, I love I love key lime. <laughs> More and I get, I, get, I get shame for it all the time. Uh, I don't think we're shaming, unless you're, these I are am. other people you're talking Todd about. Todd was totally Shame shaming. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's fair. All right. And with that, that is the episode for the week. Please join us here next week. For, on behalf of Corey and Nick and Todd, this is Bob saying, we'll see you next weekend.